Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm your host, Zen. I'm Katharina. And I'm Kristen. This is the Meet Us in Paris podcast, where we discuss the fine art of travel and our love of, of adventure. I can never pronounce that right for some reason. Today, we're going to discuss what we look for in a travel destination and what's our, on our short list of places to visit. We're kind of curious to see what your criteria is for a trip and see if it matches ours at the same time. So before we start, we also have some good news and we have some bad news. I guess I'll start out with the bad news first. Um, If it isn't obvious earlier, um, we didn't hear Michelle. And it's because uh, Michelle had to drop out due to some other obligations and she can't make it. She sends us her best wishes. However, um, we hope to have her back again in the near future, especially since we did not get a chance to quiz her on Cuba. And she's been oh, telling yeah. us some amazing things about Cuba. Yes, so we'll get her back. back. And I, we also have a couple other friends who have been to Cuba. Lee uh, Poirier has been to Cuba, and she's had a really good time. However, the good news, extra good news, mm-hmm. is that we have a new presenter, and her name is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hello. She's actually one of the individuals that I actually tapped to co-present our podcast originally, but because she had some time constraints, she wasn't able to manage it because she was traveling all the time. So she's traveling all the time, and she can't talk in our podcast, but now that she's actually going to be around for a little bit on bits and periods, and so she's found some time to volunteer and hang out with us, and so we're really, really excited to hear some of her stories about her travels, Mm -hmm. and welcome aboard. Thank you. Um, so, before we start, I think we got to take care of the shameless plug. Um, and here it is. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. So welcome back. So since Kristen is new, I'm going to put her on the spot. And oh, wait, do you have mm-hmm. you ready? This is you're this you're new to this. I know. I am not totally. Ready. OK, we're going to go with. <laughs> how about you, Katharina? Sure, yeah. OK, so like so once again, um, everyone has a little bit different it's like everyone who travels they got a different way of how they like to travel and where they like to travel and i'm always curious because you know travels everyone's excited about travel everyone wants to hear about their different adventures um but we're i'm kind of always curious about why people go to certain places um Katharina, we know at one point went to Poland because her couple a couple times actually oh, yeah. a lot. Every She's year. every year she goes to <laughs> Poland, and it's because of family. I same thing here as I go to Taiwan. But when we um, do something that's outside of a family thing, what 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 is it that drives you to find these types of destinations to go? So I'm going to start out with you, Katharina. What what what's your criteria of finding a travel spot? Well, first I try to. F- see how much vacation time I have. <laughs> Number <laughs> one. Yeah. So if I have only two days, I'll stay local. Uh-huh. Or just like a quick flight, see a friend up in Seattle or um, even New York I did once. I had three days flew to New York. Um, if I have more days, then I could start thinking internationally. So How far do you plan? How far in advance? Yeah. Um, like for my international trips, at least two months. 
two before, months. which isn't the best because it gets really expensive. But then I never know how much vacation time I'll have, if I'll need to use some earlier. So it's kind of always, for me, I feel like it's last minute. Because if you purchase your ticket six months in advance, you'll get a lot cheaper ticket. Um, for international and domestic. And often, domestic, yeah. too. Domestic, usually it's like two weeks before. I'm like, oh, going to go. So Yeah. 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 Oh. I wish I was young again and could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do it often, right? Yeah. It's expensive and vacation days. But um, so that's number one. Also, I look, I go on the CIA website <laughs> and see wow. if the country's safe. Have you ever gone on the CIA website? Not specifically, but I do when I travel for work. Um, okay. It automatically enrolls me in travel alerts. Okay. So where I would otherwise have been fine, I start getting these alerts that there's like government unrest or this is happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Do you realize that when other people come to the United States, they always get that alert that says, United States, government unrest. I'm sure. You know Every other day. Gosh. Yeah, something's happening. Yeah. Um, but but that's smart because I never considered doing that in advance. Of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So that's another one. And then I try to figure out if I'm going to be more adventurous and have like the adrenaline going or if I want to go and relax. Yeah. So that's another yeah. thing. Usually if it's a quick weekend, well, no. It just depends what just I feel depends. like that month or mm-hmm. two months yeah. before what I want to do. And then I check the news about that country just to kind of see <clears> what's <throat> going on in the city I want to go to or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I can go next. If go you're. for it. Yeah. Um, wow. So I would say that my planning is a lot like your planning, Katharina, uh-huh. 15 years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I have, um, I have an eight-year-old kid that's running around. And um, I would call her a knee biter, except she's now at my shoulder level. Um, when you have a kid, your life completely changes. I had a kid very late in life. I had my daughter when she, I was 40. And so up till now, I always, up till then, I was able to travel all I wanted and do whatever I want at the last second as, or as long as I wanted. But when you have a kid, you tend, I tend now, I have to be a little bit more of an over planner because mm-hmm. um, I have to worry about her. Um, safety used to be not of an issue. Now it's always sure. a safety issue. Yeah. But some of the things, um, same thing is like I actually start planning way ahead. Um, I plan usually six months to a year out. Wow. Um, I also, um, so sometimes I'll even have plane tickets a full year out. Wow. Oh gosh. Um, it, it's just like you can get, it's like, oh my God, there's discount tickets and I can so get cheap. to Japan for 600 bucks yeah. round trip and I'm going to take them. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, uh, I don't like, the thing is with, um, children. I mean, you can, you know, you can do it with surprises, but I just, I, I tend to like to make sure that she's as comfortable as possible so she enjoys the travel part. And she really, really does enjoy the travel. She loves traveling. She loves a hotel room more than any eight year old should. She just, she loves looking at all the, um, going up and down the corridor. She likes going into the hotel room. She likes looking out the window. She likes exploring around the neighborhood. I mean, she just likes going places just like her dad and her mom. Um, However, when I go to somewhere, I actually, I think, Katharina, you've been interesting is because part of, quite often it's not about the destinations, actually the travel. So because you've told us about your adventure going up to um, San Francisco yeah. recently in a, in a, in a camp, old camper bus. Yeah. Um, I tend to like to go places where it's kind of like a one-stop camp, like 
So I'll go to Tokyo and we'll like park there, but we'll take day trips outside of Tokyo or we'll spend lots of time going around Tokyo, but we have set up kind of a base camp yeah, somewhere. Base. So yeah, mm-hmm. wherever city. So we don't, once we get somewhere, rarely do we travel. We made an exception recently where we did a London and, um, London and Paris, but still it's kind of like parked. If there was only one, um, cause one, one travel bit, um, using the Eurorail it's just because I feel so much of your time is on a bus if you're if you're constantly moving about. I'd rather be out there and exploring. Um, I also like, I'm a big city person. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because city centers have so many things to do no matter where you go in the world. There's um, between um, the shopping or I love museums. Um, I have the only eight-year-old who loves museums. <laughs> She'll go into um, art museums. She'll go into science museums. She'll go into history museums. I mean, she just, um, I I think travel is part of the learning experience for a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, When you, I think, this is getting preachy, but uh, racism is based off a fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Um, The fear of the unknown is xenophobia. And when you start to explore the world, you can't have xenophobia because you don't fear the unknown because things become known to you when you're not afraid of something that's different. So um, I'm constantly challenging her and taking her places and, you know, teaching her about art or history or science or whatever. And I use um, our travels to, to do that. Um, Can I interrupt and ask? Oh, yeah. Uh, how old was your daughter when you first started taking her places? Did you wait till she was a certain age? So she was going... Um, when she was born, actually, my dad was a little, um, my dad was ill at the time, very ill. And so she started, so when I would get back, we would actually, um, I had to take care of my dad on Sundays every weekend um, or longer than that because mm-hmm. we were in the hospital often. So whenever I would spend time with her, it's just like sometimes we would just like go on a local trip. So she started going to stay in hotels in San Diego probably around three to four months and then um she took her first international trip which was a test trip she went Mm -hmm. to vancouver when she was one year one month old and then she started going to other countries so at eight years old she's been to canada taiwan japan france and london so that's five and she's been to in the United States. She's been to Texas and California. Wow! So she's been <laughs> so actually, she's been around the world more. Than, she's been in more yeah, countries yeah. than she's been yeah. in the states in the United States. Yeah. No, I totally so. agree. Travel is great for kids for anyone, mm-hmm. but not having a kid. I always hear those debates about is it worth it to take a kid at, if they're too young to experience it yeah. or remember, well, they remember it? it. Yeah. Okay. So I have a theory about this as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. This sounds terrible at first, but then you'll see. You, you hear about kids who are abused when they're children. Mm-hmm. And um, if you ask anyone, have you heard about children being abused? And they go, yes. And I, then I go, then the next question I ask them is like, do you think they're affected for the rest of their lives? And everyone will universally will say, yes, those children are affected for the rest of their lives. And then my response is, if you treat a child well when they're young, Will, they, will that affect the rest of their lives and their outlook? And they say, yes. It's like, why do I care if she remembers 
what trip she's been on. Mm. As long mm. as she has the good memories, good um, feelings, good memories and mm. good feelings of being with her family. Mm-hmm. And in addition to, she started out exploring, and she knows no other way. Sure. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so the thing is that um, she doesn't remember going to Vancouver at all. She will go again. Right. Um, right. The next time she'll remember. But what she will have is the pleasant experience of being with her family all the time. Um, I have some friends who don't take their kids. They're like, oh, we'll give them to grandma and grandpa. Right. And it's like, why would I ever want to do that? This is, she's my scientific experiment. (laughs) My my social experiment. (laughs) (laughs) In a positive way. Of course. But, you know, but the thing is that, yeah, I, so um, I believe, and also when you're with your family on, when you travel, um, I particularly like it, um, as I have always with a girlfriend or wife or whatever, is that essentially I've, you're stuck. You're running around all day and all night long, and then you're stuck in a little tiny hotel room or whatever you're at 24 hours, um, seven days a week, or yeah. how many days the trip is. And I think that's one of the best things about traveling is just that you're consistently... When we're at home, it's like someone's watching the television, the other one's yeah. playing a video game, sure. the other one's reading their computer. We're all in the same room when we're on a trip and having a good time. So. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, you do have to have travel chemistry with whoever you travel with. Yes. It's different. You can't just travel with any friend or any family member, too. So that's obviously true. your family is I think, good. But. Well, I think you, I always think that you should, when you date a girl or a guy, for that matter, you should you should take them up and down um, the west coast in a small mm-hmm. bus oh. to see if they're, if they're working. In the Greyhound. <laughs> yeah. no, oh, my God. Volkswagen in the bus and she lived would... in it for nine days. Oh, my gosh. How many, days did, how many times did nine. you bathe again? Oh. That would be... Twice. <laughs> wow. The first two days when we were in San Fran and the rest of it was like... He's yep. a keeper. Oh, okay. He's a keeper. Well, she, she's a keeper, too. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> it was. Good Everything, memories. Yeah. memories. Lots of laughing. Yeah. So, you know, same thing, safety. Um, I was, things I'm looking for is museums. I like good food. Um, I'm always about going somewhere. I mean, I, I got to start circling back, but I like going places I've never been before. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I like going to places like, I want to know what's around the next corner. You know, if I've seen it before, why do I want to, you know, I already know what that what's down that road i want to see something new um and uh things that cater to my interest Mm -hmm. um so i mean like i love japan because i like anime and i like manga and i like um so many the food Mm -hmm. um they have excellent craftsmen and i was an ex-designer so i like going to see all the design um i like the stories about the samurai so i went to see samurai Grave sites and stuff like that. Wow. Famous salmon. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, actually, well, I'm going to throw it back to you, Katharina. Do you know why? Because we were supposed to what? do a second part. Oh. The places that you... Um, what's on your short list oh, to short go? List. My short list. So one of them is Glacier Park in Canada. What province is that? Uh, it's near Vancouver. Okay. I so think. British Columbia? Sure. Probably. Okay. Yeah. If it's near Vancouver. By Banff. Oh, then Alberta. That? Banff is in Cal- or outside Calgary in Alberta. I have no idea, but I no know problem. it's north from us. <laughs> All of Canada. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, of Washington. Okay, noted. Got it. Yeah, not the side Sorry. of New York. Okay, yeah. the West Coast side. West Coast side. Yeah. 
<laughs> so go to Glacier Park. It just, mm-hmm. um, on all the pictures I've seen, it just looks so beautiful. Like the lakes are bright blue and then glaciers and just wide open spaces and just hiking around. I think that would be a fun, like, four-day trip. Go to Vancouver and then go to Glacier Park. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I've only been to the airport a few times and just from being at the airport, I was like, I really like this place. <laughs> That's how I, you know, I I went from, um, in Vancouver, I took a cruise ship from Vancouver to uh, Alaska. Mm -hmm. And just cutting through the city, it's like, I need to make it back to the city so I know how you feel. I could imagine if you passed through the Vegas airport, you would get a good sense of Vegas, too. Or you'd be (laughs) like, I want to see what this is about. You don't even need to get out of the airport. That's the slot machines and everything (laughs) in there. Yeah. Yeah. But Amsterdam, just like on the airport, everyone is so friendly and like oh, happy. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's such a happy town. <laughs> like, I want to like come, <laughs> welcome visit. But, but they also are known for their tulips, and that's one of my favorite flowers. So I want to go to the tulip fields and then, of course, bike ride um, near the canals. And I like Van Gogh, so go mm-hmm. to the museum there. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And lastly, it would be Greece just something more of like a relaxing getaway trip mm-hmm. and of course see Santorini the famous little white houses on the coast and right now they're are they bankrupt or almost <laughs> Greece <laughs> so um, it's I don't pretty think they're inexpensive doing well. yeah. for they're, us to go now yeah. so okay that's another reason yep. so live like a queen in Greece yeah. on our dollar <laughs> nice. So, are are you preparing for any of these anytime soon? No, no. I was gonna go dream. to Amsterdam a few months ago, but yeah. I went to Barcelona instead. Okay. So, almost happened, but yeah, uh, in the summer, hopefully, when I go to Poland, do a side trip yeah. to Amsterdam. Yeah, you got to make sure you go when the tulips are in bloom I know. too. I have to. Yeah. Yeah, plan that out right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't say mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's optional and non-optional ones. So I actually have a, um, I have a trip planned for this winter to go to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. take my kids to the Smithsonian. The yeah. Smithsonian used to be one of my favorite yes. places to visit um, mm-hmm. when I lived uh, in the Midwest. Um, museums, 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 food, and the food. They got great Ethiopian food, and, and there's lots of cool places to go hang out in Georgetown and shopping. And so um, I have... Next winter, I have, uh, but this is a family obligation. Um, South America, go to Chile. Nice. Um, but we always obviously have fun while we're out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to go to Kyoto. Um, the re- so far, like I said, that we kind of stick to one place. Yeah. We've gone to Tokyo twice. I actually would love to go again, but the wife and kid would like to go see something a little bit different. And mm-hmm. Kyoto, um, Obviously, just like anywhere else in the world, it might be the same country, but it's a different culture mm-hmm. and it it's different. Very so nice Kyoto, yeah, I want to go see the. We talked about it at one point, like Nara the, near Nara yeah. and the bowing deer. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds really exciting. Uh, I'd like to try to figure out how to make it back to Hong Kong. I haven't been in Hong Kong in a decade, and as far as new, um, you know, I haven't. I, you know, as I've been traveling for so long and you only have so much money i have been i haven't been to uh italy for rome yeah, for the italy. last italy. Oh, i love italy i haven't been to italy for 20 years now 
It's like, probably changed. Yeah. Or it's Tiny. exactly the same. You know, Venice it's just it's the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Halfway down. The restaurant is owned by the the kid now instead yeah. of the father. Yeah. But I mean or the grandkid, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to Hong Kong, like you turn around, it's like, wait a minute, that shop wasn't there. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like the older cities, it's just like, oh, we're sure. still here. So mm-hmm. so those are kind of like on my short list. Actually, it's kind of strange. It's kind of repeat because it's been so long that it's new again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um same thing as, or in the ones that I haven't mentioned, it's like, I think Switzerland and Scandinavia are some yeah. of the things mm-hmm. I want to go see. Because it's decidedly different than anywhere else I've been to. That's mm-hmm. a very long short list. <laughs> yeah. You should just see the list. rest. You know, yeah. I actually have about 10 years planned out. Wow. <laughs> so are you I, sticking to your plan? Um, we, yeah. yeah. Why, why, why do you mean, what's the question? Well, I mean, like, I'll throw, a, you know, 20 countries out, but it's not like I'm actually, you know, systematically going through them. I do have friends who are literally going through the countries alphabetically in the world. So some people what? are really, wow. yeah, really what? dedicated. To, they are literally doing that. Yeah, they started, Albania? A is like, uh, and t- it's, not, it's like a Caribbean island, and uh-huh. they like started in on the A's, like... That is amazing. So some people are very systematically going through their list. Other times it's like, oh, I've got a good deal. I've wanted to go to that country. I'll knock it out now. You know what? I think what I call a short list is like there's short list. There's a lot more on the short list. But there's like a like Hawaii's in there Mm -hmm. because my daughter wants. We want to go back to Toronto is one of my favorite places in the world. Um, my daughter wants to see the um, the Niagara wants to see Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. We kind of want to go back to the Midwest just to show her where I grew up. Yeah, and so there's a lot of things on the list. What order is not okay. too important, but it's just kind of like I said. We plan. I don't want to say we're planning years ahead because it's just like a list of like, oh, these are the things, and and it also has to do with my daughter's eight. I got her for ten more years. The most At I can minimum, they're going to be longer, yeah. I'm sure. Well, she, only when she needs yeah. money. Yes, but, <laughs> but yeah. she's. But honestly, in real life, she's only going to want to go on vacation with me for the next six, yeah. eight years. I mean, she's True. like what eighteen year old goes on a vacation with their parents? Like, well, if you let her bring a friend. Oh my god! Then they have to pay for two. Yeah. No, it the friend would up. pay. No. They're her friend's parents. <laughs> Would give you a check. Like, just just to get rid of the kid out of the house, <laughs> Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, there's 195 countries. So your friends are trying to do all of them? I mean, in theory. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. Do they do more than one in, on, in a they, trip? They have, yeah. And they have... Um, They're this, alphabetically close to each other. Well, yeah, they might, they might you know, veer off the alphabet a bit if the one's nearby. But they got a... They invested in this big map and they got all their pins and they're pinning off where they're going together and going wow. to cover <laughs> it all. Awesome. It, it's like a real, like, thing wow. <laughs> for them. So That's cool, but man... Oh, yeah. that's like awesome. there's some countries like I have no interest in going, and sure. if that's like on your there's list, there's a lot yeah. of them that I don't have an interest in going. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Wow. Okay, so. sorry. That's Anyways, no, that's it. What about you, Kristen? My short list. You? Uh, no. What, oh. what? What do you look for in a country? I mean, that's hard because there's there's uh, different vacations that you take, right? Like if you're going for relaxing or you're going just to see something. So. Um, I, I mean, I would say recently in like the last five years or so, it's been kind of specific that we have been like looking for a particular event or um, 
something that's going on. So for instance, I guess what I'm referencing is um, my fiance and I got it in our heads that we wanted to see the Northern Lights. So we specifically booked a trip with a bunch of our friends to Alaska Mm -hmm. um, over New Year's to see the Northern Lights. And we did see them a little bit. We did get a glimpse. It wasn't the best showing because of the like overcast clouds. So when that didn't pan out, we then went to to Sweden and Norway like the next year to like catch them. So how do they look there? We didn't see. <laughs> we were too far south. It was the right time. It was like the dead of winter. Uh-huh. It was cold. I mean, that's what's drawn us there. Right. Um, but I do have it in my head that one of these days we're going to go, you know, like really far north Norway, like in Tromso, where we will legit see yeah. uh, So we've tried. But um, I am getting to the point in my age and life where I really am so sick of crowds and craziness. Like, I really don't want to do Europe in the summer kind of thing. So I like going to places where there's something specific, some sort of like bucket list type of adventure or site or something very unique that I'm seeking out. Can you name one? I'm just kind of curious what something... Well, I mean, the the Northern Lights was one. Uh, we're going to New Zealand next month, and that was partly driven by all the glowworm caves that you're supposed to see there. Oh. Which are really, yeah, so if you seek out New Zealand and you dig past all the Lord of the Rings stuff that comes <laughs> up, because that's the first oh, one. Um, which my friend thought was amazing. I'm sure it's yeah. great, but it's not going to take up your full week there, <laughs> I hope. But um, the amount, the small research I've done, these glowworm caves in New Zealand are supposed to be mm-hmm. beautiful. And anyone who's done them has like raved about them. Wow. So that was something that we really wanted to check out. And you'll Super have to cool. see the kiwi bird. Yeah. It's only in New Zealand, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Look I out for that. You have to check, but kiwi birds. Sound, sounds right if it's a kiwi bird, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, so I, I've kind of been driven more by like the experience behind mm-hmm. it. Not to say that other things haven't come up and you take advantage of that. But I mean, otherwise, sometimes you just want a tropical vacation where you can just go lounge somewhere, you know, new. I'm waiting for that when I grow older. Yeah. When I grow up. All right. I'm st- All right. <laughs> <laughs> no time. For, well, no that's rest what for always for me. happens to me is that I think I just want to go somewhere relaxed, but then you feel like I don't want to spend all this money and just sit on a beach for a exactly. week. So then we end up over committing ourselves. So this happened when we went to Belize last summer was mm-hmm. um, it sounded very just relaxing and, you know, kind of tropical. Belize is a very uh, interesting country in that it is um, a part of like three different communities. So it's part of the like, Central American Hispanic community. It is part of the Caribbean community mm-hmm. and then like the indigenous people. So it it's a, or also the, I'm sorry, uh, it's a colony. It's a British colony. Oh, okay. So it, it like has these official rankings in these three areas. So it's very unique. A lot of different things going on. Anyways, the whole point was that we just wanted to go like relax on the beach um, and kind of partake in the Caribbean side of it. <laughs> but then you can't just do that. So then we way overcommitted ourselves, rented a car. We're driving all over the country, went into the jungles. Like, And it's <laughs> right beautiful and it's great. But then in the end, you're like, wow, I'm not relaxed at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to work as soon as I get back. So Yeah, I yeah. get it. So it's it's always hard. I just have an un, I have an unreasonable fear, and the unreasonable fear is that I'm going to run out of energy and not be able to travel anymore. Uh. And then I mean, it's it actually my, my it's very interesting. I I told my f- a good friend of mine who recently retired, and and this was my parents' strategy. It's my parents when they first retired at sixty, they're going on two to three trips a year, and they're going to Europe. And I'm like, well. 
you live in California. You just they had just moved to California. It's like why not explore California? This and that, and they go. Mm-hmm. You know, as you grow older, it's more difficult to run around and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So what we want to do is we want to explore the places that are furthest away from us first, mm. while we have the energy. Yeah. And as time went work by, goes back. by, and work your so like oh San Diego. You know, it's like oh perfect. Yeah. You know, I can do that. You know, but at, when and now my mom is older and and. She, and as my dad actually passed away, but when they, um, but before they were slowly, slowly, slowly working their way back because the the trips that were domestic or something closer by was something that was more manageable to them. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's Makes so I had sense. this unreasonable fear at that's this, um, even though I was younger. It's just like I only got so much time, and I got uh, eventually when I grow tired, I'll just hang out on the beach yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I got it. <clears throat> did you have any? Did you have a short list? I do have a bit of a short list, and I have to say it's like shockingly like not very exotic at mm. all. But um, one of the first ones is Nova Scotia um, oh, and nice. Prince Edward Island. Um, I grew up reading the Anne of Green Gables books and obsessed with um, that whole world in Prince Edward Island. And my um, fiance went to school in Nova Scotia. And of course it's supposed to be unfettered beauty out on the Island. And so that's like on our short list, but it's annoyingly like long and expensive to get to, you know, no direct flights are going to Mm -hmm. Halifax or anything. So it's been harder to get there than you could imagine, but that's on our short list. And then, um, also I really want to do the Baltics, so like Lithuania and Latvia and Estonia, and those are supposed and to be Poland. up and coming. Yes, Poland. Does <laughs> 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 the, the cruise stop there? Don't forget that yeah. one. Um, those it are should. really up and coming. So um, the wanna, Baltics, especially, yeah. they're supposed to be very storybook, beautiful towns, um, growing economies. Um, you know, they were inducted into the EU. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple of years ago, but it, it's supposed to be a, a rising destination, and I've been interested in that area too so river cruises too european river cruises oh, are things yeah. that you like how i tell you it's like i don't like the idea of packing up every night and getting on a bus and going somewhere else mm-hmm. it's like the river cruises your 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 hotel moves oh, yeah. <laughs> follows you yeah, yeah. And so. I've never done a cruise, so I would actually love to do those Baltic cruises where they do like Helsinki, St. Petersburg, um, yeah. Tallinn. Yeah, that would be perfect for you because if you want to relax, a combination of relaxing. Right. Because when you're on a cruise, there's you, you've been on the relax, cruise. Yeah. yeah, there's not you don't. Yeah, it's so much. relaxing because you don't. There's no decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything's if, decided for you. Also. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you're gonna eat at this time. Yeah, I'll take and it. You, it's and then you go there, and it's just like, what do I want to eat? Here's 50 different choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, do I have to worry about the money? I don't have to worry how much it costs. I'll just eat it. You know. Yeah. So cruises it's are convenient. amazing in that way. <laughs> yeah, that's on my short list. Really, a cruise anywhere because <laughs> I haven't done any ever. All right. Well, um, I think that's it for today. I think we'll wrap this one up. Um, if you liked it, please share with your friends. Also, before we go, we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. We don't want to brag, but we're the best kind of awesome at UCI, so check out our courses in person for your professional development. You can find us online at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for turning in. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> we can start saying adios, ciao, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Oh, wow.